You are not an abnormal person living in a normal world. No, no, you are not an abnormal person as a believer living in a normal world. You are a normal person living in an abnormal world. The earth and the fullness thereof all belong to the Lord. You and I, we are the sheep of his pasture. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hills too. His watermark is upon the sky. His initials carved in the mountain peaks. You may not see them, but you know this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. Here it is. And the Spirit of the Lord moved, and God said, and things came into being. So there's your formula. Open your mouth with a mighty decree. And God said, I will fulfill it. Now you'll see the words that you speak, so shall it be. Well, I want you to know tonight, we're going to speak the living word of God. The spirit of the Lord is going to move on that word. And whatever you need is as close as your faith and our agreement together tonight. There is no greater power available on the earth than the power of faith. And yet, there is no more underused power on earth than the power of faith. So we're going to agree tonight, you and I, put 10,000 to flight. One puts 1,000 to flight. But tonight, you and I together in agreement, we put 10,000 to flight. Four chase 100,000, and five of us chase a million. So we're ready tonight to defeat every devil, to dethrone every principality and power, and to cast out every demon spirit every sickness, every disease, every pain, every malady, every malfunction, every family issue, family problem, financial distress, all of it. Here's how I know John 10, 10. The thief came not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, John 10, 10. But the Lord Jesus said, I have come that you, right there where you are, you might have life and life more abundantly. What does that mean? Sufficient in quantity, but superior in quality. So we're going to lay hold on that abundant life tonight together. Faith in God can move your mighty mountain. He said it, will he not do it? He's decreed it, shall he not bring it to pass? Can he do it? Well, he did it before. 
He'll do it once more. God is no respecter of persons ready to move on your behalf. So tell everybody right now, however you do it on whatever platform you're on, let everybody know, join us, join us, join us, join us. Come on in. They're already joining. They're already sharing with me. They know these healing Wednesdays are coming their way. So they're letting me know, and I hope you will, because I'm an audience participation preacher And that means I need you to respond or I'm going to shut down on you. So let me know where you're watching from. Let me know what you're believing God for. We take all of these. We give them to our prayer warriors. They end up here in my prayer chamber and we pray over your needs. And we don't just pray some kind of a prayer. We pray the prayer of authority, the prayer of faith that calls those things that be not as though they are. Hallelujah. The prayer of authority that never takes no for an answer. The prayer of praise where we thank God, we ask, we believe when we receive, when we pray, and so we have it. I sense the anointing of God Almighty already here with us tonight. Father, save our homes. Save our homes tonight. My great God, go across America and around the world. Go into those homes, Holy Spirit. Make hardened hearts melt in your loving hands. We have enough lonely little leaguers, enough cheerless cheerleaders left by broken homes. Heal our homes, God. In Jesus' name. Again, in that message that I preached on Sunday, I told you the only two institutions that God ever sanctioned, number one, the home, and number two, his holy church. Oh, I tell you, I believe in the local church. And listen, three months after COVID hit, 40% of the people in the church left. It was two years ago this week, two years ago this week, that churches for the first time since our founding in the United States of America closed their doors and shuttered their windows. That Easter, there was no Easter service except online. Listen, I thank God for online. Uh, Really, uh, in the last days, the nearer we get to the return of the Lord, I believe we'll be doing this not every day, but all day, every day. And I wish you'd pray because I'm, I'm feeling moved upon in my spirit. You know, everything that's called Christian is not Christian. And there are a lot of Christian media outlets that have closed their door to the gospel. They don't want preaching about sin. They don't want altar calls given. They don't want any requirements made of the people. So they won't broadcast your program. Well, I think what we ought to do is get our own channel on the satellite and just program 24 hours a day the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. We could do that, had a little more support coming from everybody. We could do that. 
And I just declare and decree it. Psalm 81.10. Open your mouth with a mighty decree and I will fulfill it. Now you'll see. The words that you speak, God said, so shall it be. Six million, six million have perished because something escaped from a lab in China and spread that curse around the world. Hell spawned plague that brought that dark specter and took one million Americans' lives. I'm a pastor. I preach too many funerals as a result of COVID. Too many, more than at any time in two years, the history of this church. I rebuke it. I rebuke it every day. I rebuke it off of you. I plead the blood of Calvary's crucified lamb over you, over your family, over your extended family, over everyone that you love. This Bible is a healing Bible. God will heal you once and for all. I'm going to bring you another installment tonight from Be Made Whole. Right there it is. Can you come in on it? Be Made Whole. Maybe you can come in on it there. There we go. Be Made Whole. That's what Jesus wants for you. Now, don't tell me something else because you'll find yourself arguing with the Bible. Let me ask you a question. After last week, I had a whole lot of comments on social media. Not a whole lot. I'm, I'm very sorry. I have two that I can remember. But I, it just kind of got under my spiritual skin a little bit. Folks saying, well, <clears throat> we should pray, you know, only if it's your will to heal us. Let me ask you a question. Are you born again? It's a simple question. Are you born again? Do you know if your life was required of you before we sign off tonight, if your life was required of you or Jesus should come in the rapture, do you know you're on your way to heaven? Simple question. Your Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The Bible says you overcame him not only by the blood of the lamb, but by the word of your testimony. So testify right now that you're born again. Are you born again? Why am I asking you that? Because is it God's will to save you? Okay, I, I can tell by your silence right now, some of you are picking up on where I'm going. The same cross, the same spotless, sinless blood that got you out of the kingdom of darkness, translated you into the kingdom of light, caused you to be born again of the Spirit of God and gives you a home in heaven. That same Bible says that same blood, that same cross, that same resurrection power healed your body. So let me ask you now, if you're born again, when you prayed for Jesus to come into your heart, did you pray, Lord, if it be thy will, save me? I had people tell me last week, we should never pray anything but for the will of God. Well, I agree with you. The fact of the matter is, he told us what his will was. 
It is not his will that any perish, but that all come to the knowledge of the truth. So when you come to Jesus asking for salvation, nobody has ever led the sinner's prayer this way. Lord, I come to you a sinner, and if it's your will, save me. See, you, you would say, well, that's silly. Well, then why do you ask him if it's his will to heal you? You're, what you're doing is you're attempting to explain your theology through your personal experience. Your personal experience should have nothing to do with your theology, and you certainly shouldn't write your theology when you're in the middle of a crisis. You see, what you're saying is, if, if you don't, if, if someone is not healed, then it wasn't God's will to heal them. Well, wh where did you find that? You find that from experience. You don't find that from God's word. Let me just, let me just share this with you. Six times Jesus came into the presence of a multitude, and your Bible said he healed every last one of them. Why don't you let that encourage your faith instead of trying to find an excuse not to let it encourage your faith? Watch this now. Forty times, 40 times, Jesus manifested healing. He was asked for his virtue to bring healing 40 times in your Bible. Do you know that 40 times he never said no? 40 times. Why can't you just find one that backs up your theology? Why can't you find one that says, well, see right here, a leper came to Jesus and asked Jesus if he would heal him, and Jesus said, no, I need to teach you something. Je Jesus never said that. So let's stick with what Jesus said. You didn't pray if it be thy will, heal, uh, save me. And now, now if you want to continue to do that, of course we're praying after God's will. All we're saying is he told us what his will was. You say, well, what if they don't receive healing? Well, that has nothing to do with me. Doesn't have anything to do with you. Who knows what the myriad of reasons could be. Our responsibility is to take God at his word, and that's what we do. Blessed be God forever. So there are only three questions in your Bible that have to do with divine healing. Let me give you what the great Charles Haddon Spurgeon said. It's all right here in Be Made Whole. Now I'm bringing you the eighth installment of this ministry from this journal that I created and used two hours every morning and two hours every night full of my own writing, full of my own handwriting, my own notes, my own confessions, four hours a day when I was attacked with vocal cord cancer for over two years, and most of it I still do every day. In this book on page 90, I give you a quote from the great Charles Haddon Spurgeon, our Lord Jesus said Spurgeon is ever giving 
and does not for a solitary instant withdraw his hand. Lift up your hands right now and thank him that his hand is on you. As long as there is a vessel of grace, not yet full, full to the brim, said Spurgeon, the oil shall not be stayed. Oh, hallelujah. That means the healing oil of Jesus of Nazareth is flowing to you right now. Is a sun ever shining? He is manna always falling around the camp. He's your provider. He is a rock in the desert, ever sending forth streams of his life from his smitten side. Are you getting it? The rain of his grace. Oh God, let it fall right now. The rain of his grace is always dropping right now in your living room, in your automobile, in your study, in your living room, in your den, outside watching on your phone, wherever you are. The river, said Spurgeon, of God's bounty is ever flowing and the wellspring, hallelujah, of his love is constantly not just flowing, but overflowing. Let me give you a quote from page 90 that I penned myself. Possessing the very spirit of the Almighty, the Son of God honored the will of his Father, clothing himself in man's flesh through a virgin birth, Jesus Christ came to the earth and became the sole supplier of what this temporal, imperfect world needed most, the healing balm of divine blood. There is healing. I've got something, it's come up in my spirit about four times already. If you've got your Bible, I'm going to turn over there because somebody needs this right now. That's why I love live because I am live right now, right there where you are. Tell everybody. I'm going over to a familiar passage, but I, I, I just feel it in my spirit that somebody's going to get this revelation tonight and it's going to absolutely change your life and rock your world. Isaiah 53 is where I'm going. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? We used to sing a song in the church. We ought to dust it off again. Whose report will you believe? Do you know that right now your faith is active? You're either believing God will or you're believing God won't. There is no stagnant area in between. Faith is active. Faith is always now. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. Faith is now. Faith is active. Faith is moving. Watch this. So right now, you're believing God did or he didn't, 
God will or he won't. There's no in-between. So whose report are you believing? The, the song said, we will believe the report of the Lord. And to whom is the arm, right arm, of the Lord revealed? That's his arm of power. God wants to reveal himself to you, spirit, soul, and body. I'm going to give you now, whose report will you believe? What kind of a God are you serving? How big, oh, I'm going to get that sermon out. How big is your God? How big is he? He stood on nothing. He came from nowhere and stood on nothing and spoke words that there was no one there to hear. And through his own creative capability, the debar of his own word flung the worlds into being. Who is this God that we're asking to touch our lives, to bless us financially, to help our family? Who is he? He's Jehovah Barah. Jehovah Barah, the Lord Creator. The Lord Creator. Isaiah 40, 28. Have you not known and have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint, nor is he weary. His understanding is inscrutable. Listen to me. I don't want to leave that one. I want to stay right there with that. Jehovah Barah, the Lord, the creator. Are you with me? The Lord, the creator. As I'm saying it up in my spirit, I'm hearing that God wants to give creative miracles right now. The God that created the oceans can cause that dry mouth of yours to be healed. I hear you, Lord. Someone has been losing fluids. You, you can't keep anything down. I'm telling you right now that the creative capacity, capability, anointing of God for God to do nothing that's impossible. Right now, he's creating a, oh, I heard you. He's creating a situation that's going to come into being in the next few days and weeks that is going to bring a separated family back together. He's going to create that situation. He's creating right now, in the days ahead of you, opportunities for you to share your faith. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to get a bottle of oil because there are creative miracles in that oil. I want you to anoint your family. I want you to anoint your 
checkbook. I'm telling you, I want you to anoint your home. If you're believing for it to sell and it hasn't sold, anoint it. If you're believing to find a home, anoint the the book that you're looking at. God is creatively tonight forming your future. I have never said that in my life. I have never shared with anyone anywhere what I'm sharing with you right now. This is live. If you need a creative miracle, something's been destroyed in your body, you need a creative miracle. Now, that's different than a healing. A creative miracle means to take something that is is not functioning and bring it to function. That's more than just a healing. Are you listening? God can recreate your sinus passages. We have a young young man in this congregation. God created a brain, a cerebellum in him outside of his mother's womb. God has creative capability. He is Jehovah Barah. He's the same God that created everything you see and touch and know. He's the same God that created you. I've got a watch on my arm. That's evidence somewhere there's a watch creator. I'm going to give you another one. Jehovah Chassidi. Chassidi. Jehovah Chassidi. I hear you, Lord. The Lord God of mercy. Jehovah Chassidi, the Lord of mercy. Often the spirit of the Lord will come upon me and I will pray, Lord have mercy. Christ, the anointed one in his anointing, have mercy. You need mercy right now. You Look, you don't need justice. You need mercy. Oh, I see. You've fallen. You've stumbled. You feel weak. You feel unwanted. You feel weary. You feel like you can just never get it right. You feel like you can just never catch a break. We speak so much about grace. Maybe next week on Healing Wednesday, I will teach from my book on mercy, the mercy of God. I wrote a book on grace, and before I got it finished, God said, don't write about grace without writing about my mercy. They are two different things, dear friend. And tonight, Psalm 5910, the God of mercy shall prevent me. God shall let me see my desire upon mine enemies. Some of you are under attack, and a lot of the reason you're under attack is because it's your fault. You need mercy. (laughs) You don't need grace. You need mercy. He is Jehovah. He is the God of mercy. 
He is the God who creates. I feel God's creating something in a heart right now. I feel like a valve is being recreated. In the name of Jesus, God, give your creative power, your creative power to every neurological disorder, every brain dysfunction, every chemical imbalance. Let creativity correct it in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall I give you another one? Jehovah Chail. Jehovah Chail, the God of Pentecost and strength. So many are weak right now. So many are weak. I speak strength to you. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 19, stand on it. The Lord God is my strength. Stop right there. Lord, I come into agreement with your word right now. Become strength. Let the weak, your Bible says, say they're strong. Say it right now. I'm strong. I'm strong. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. Open your mouth with that mighty decree. Declare it and he'll bring it to pass. You'll see the words from his word that you speak. So shall it be. The Lord is my strength. I believe for you to wake up tomorrow with more strength and vitality than you've ever had. Look, many of you have taken all kinds of pills. Oh, I'm just so tired. I'm just so weak. I'm just so I don't have any strength. Take this pill tonight. Take the pill from God's word. Psalm 18.1. Ah, oh, I love you, O Lord, my strength. Jehovah Chizek. Jehovah Chizek. The Lord, my strength. Psalm 18.1. Jehovah Cherub. Ha, hallelujah. Jehovah Cherub. And listen, first of all, there are no little fat-bellied angels that look like babies with little wings fluttering around. There is no such angel as that. Cherub means the Lord, the sword. And believe me, he's not talking about a paper opener, not talking about a letter opener. The sword of the Lord Deuteronomy 33, 29, blessed are you, O Israel, who is like you. He's talking about you right now. A people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help, who is the sword of your majesty. Your enemies will cringe before you and you will tread upon their high places. Is that you right now? I believe it is. Start praying every day and everyone who has a loved one that needs to be born again. I'm believing for more souls to come into the kingdom of God during Passover season between right now, right now, 
which by the way is Purim, one of the great celebratory feasts of the Lord. And uh, I'll get you my book, Divine Encounter, and you can learn about it. But listen, between now and Easter, I am believing for more souls to be one than at any other time prior to this time. The, the, the people everywhere are seeing the world coming apart. In some places, gasoline has topped $6 a gallon. Six million people are dead in two years from COVID. A million funerals have taken place in the United States of America from COVID. One disease, people are dying by the hundreds every single day around us by this fentanyl, demonic powder out of China through Mexico and into the United States. People are getting going online and buying drugs because they just can't deal with the world. Well, we've got the answer. His name is Jesus, and it is time, it is high time for a burden for souls to come upon the church. How do we go to bed every night and our children are not saved? How do we never give up a meal and our spouse is lost? Oh, God, let it not be. Give us, I'm hearing this so strongly from the Lord, give us Jehovah Barah, give us, create for us the opportunities to bring our lost families, our lost friends to you. Can I ask you a question? Who's going to miss hell because God gave you the life of a kingdom kid year after year after year after year and all the blessing he's given you? What have you done with it? The apex of all Christian endeavor is supposed to be to bring a soul and to, to place a soul in the jewel of our, in the crown of our Savior, the jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior that the Lamb of God slain received the reward of his suffering. Listen, if you don't know Jesus right now, if you're not sure of your eternal destiny, I want you right now to leave your email address. Leave your email address. Do it tonight. And when you do that, we'll send you literature. We'll pray for you, Father, right now. Everyone listening who's unsure of their eternal destiny, every person watching, Every person watching live now, every person that will be watching in the rebroadcast, every person that will be listening on my podcast, every person that will be listening as they drive down the road, my great God, save, save, save. Bring them into your kingdom. Just confess your need of him and he'll be found with you. I believe that tonight, I have been divinely inspired by God for creative miracles. Somebody, a business that you're trying to operate, God is about to give you one creative idea 
that is going to make that business explode with growth. Start, start speaking, Jehovah Barah, the Lord, my creator, and then speak from a heart of faith what you're believing him for. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I wanna invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.